Estate planning made easy. This is The Strong Room on 770 CHQR, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. For more than 20 years, McMillan Estate Planning has built a reputation as a trusted voice in helping clients protect what they have built and prepare for retirement. You should check out their website at mcmillanestate.com and learn more about the broad range of topics that are covered in good estate planning. If you've thought about how vulnerable you might be to paying too much tax, or if you want to be sure your assets are protected, why not make plans to attend an upcoming Macmillan seminar? There are three of them planned in the next month. The first one is in Edmonton on Wednesday evening, February 21st at 7 p.m. The second is in Calgary on Thursday evening, February 22nd at 7 p.m. The third one is on Wednesday, February 28th at 6 p.m. in Red Deer. You can pre-register for any of the seminars online at MacmillanEstate.com. In Calgary, you can also call the office to pre-register weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464. You've spent a career developing an estate. Why would you not want to protect what you've built? Contact Macmillan Estate Planning today. I'm Peter Watts with this Macmillan Estate Minute. Succeeding a family business to the next generation requires more than the stroke of a pen. Here's Macmillan Estate Planning's Henry Villanueva. In our office, we start by congratulating the family for what they've done. Their family has worked hard and the parents have gone through years of service to the community. The family has provided products that are of value and we are there to congratulate them and recognize their success over the years. But of course, part of this success is making sure that their wishes for their business are followed as well. And most often than not, families would like to succeed their business down to their children and family ultimately. You can learn more about developing a good estate plan by going to MacmillanEstate.com or calling the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464. We've been talking today about the challenges that small business owners and entrepreneurs face in getting their enterprise off the ground, keeping it financially healthy, and preparing for the day when the business transitions to new ownership. A big part of that challenge involves tax planning. McMillan President Sherry McMillan has some thoughts on that. We have talked a lot on this program about the recent changes in the Income Tax Act here in Canada. Um, now we're at the rollout phase for some of it, and the the federal budget, the next one, will will probably provide a little more detail on, on some aspects of what the government has decided to do. Uh, where are we at? How do you plan? And how are people reacting to the new reality? Well, the acceptance level, I would suggest to you, is not there, Peter, at this time. Even though, you know, we've been exploring this topic for a couple of years now, the fact is that our particular tax in Alberta has increased by over 9%. And that's not just impacting us each calendar year. What wasn't talked about is the fact that at that impacts your state by 9% as well. So for example, if in your estate you were going to owe um, 400000 of income tax on a million dollars, you now owe four hundred and ninety. That's a very big difference, especially if we're talking about things like the cottage or family business. 
And, you know, this is something people need to be aware of that this kind of math is impacting themselves. So what we're finding is we're busier than we've ever been because families want to mitigate this tax and want to be proactive and in a defensive position, no matter what the rules are and no matter what the unfolding of the new legislation is coming. And we know it's coming. We're just not certain of the full details yet. So one of the great things about being proactive in tax, and I think that's the key, is you have to be proactive in tax. You can't wait until the changes occur. You have to be in advance of the changes because frequently you can be grandfathered if you do these kinds of strategies in advance of tax legislational changes. So we have many families right now, for example, in business, in family business, where we are endeavoring to get approvals for their net worth, their whole estate, um, up to about 25% of their value of their entire estate as an asset base that will grow tax exempt. And the CRA actually has language for this. It's called the maximum tax range on an estate. And many families don't even know they have the privilege to utilize this. So for most of the families that are feeling that the income tax each calendar year is having a dramatic impact or alternatively will also have an impact in their estate, these are wonderful solutions to mitigate that income tax. And if they've designed properly, although the tax rates have gone up, they're not going to be impacted the way the rest of the community is that does not plan and prepare for that. And you're using uh, legitimate rules in the Tax Act to, to do the planning. So all people have to do is recognize that there may be options, come to someone like you to say, what are my options? And then have all of these kinds of things like uh, state freezes and, and uh, you know, t- uh, trust legislation and so forth um, put in place. But again, the key is to be, to your point, it's to be proactive on this. That's right, Peter. You know, the, the chat and chatter that has happened with the increase of the taxation is a lot of people being outraged and saying, I'm going to go offshore. Um, you know, people were, you know, quite vocal about these proposed changes. And some people really did go offshore. But in general, in Canada, I want to share with families that you don't need to go offshore to conserve tax. You need to plan in Canada to conserve tax. And we have many families that once they've done their full life plan and estate plan, they realized they never needed to go offshore whatsoever. They just needed to plan because CRA has given us opportunities to preserve family businesses, to preserve families' estates, but we need to utilize the tools that are there for us. If we don't employ them and wait until we pass on or until the tax year has ended, we're just going to pay the tax because it's not forgiving if you didn't know you should utilize a particular write-off or a particular tool. So the importance, I think, right now is we're having a lot of demand on our services in the community at present because people are really focusing on how do I mitigate annually that higher tax and how do I also mitigate it in my state. And offshore comes with its own set of problems. Offshore is very complex and our governments, you know, rightfully so, are looking in offshore arenas because it's a lot of history and hiding values offshore. So it's something that's being looked at under the microscope. It's not something I suggest that families take lightly or do unless they are legitimately offshore. 
if they're not offshore and they're just traveling, that is a very different, you know, situation. So I have very few families that end up offshore because they're linked into Canada for their health care. Their parents are here. Their grandchildren are here. Um, you know, their family is here and they feel safe here. So they may travel, but they're coming home here. So if they're on a Canadian passport and they're living in the Cayman Islands, that's one thing. If they're living in Alberta they're traveling, they have a, a winter property that they stay at for three months in uh, the winter time to get away from the ice and snow. Um, that's quite something else from the point of view of tax planning and, and trying to hide income in the Caymans. That's right. So what we recommend to a family that is that Canadian type of family that snowbirds and resides here predominantly is that we use the maximum tax reserve to plan their estate to mitigate that income tax. Now, when we use that maximum tax reserve and we can use it up to about 25% of someone's estate, what happens then on 25% of their state, it starts to grow tax-free and tax-exempt year to year. And it compounds upon itself, obviously. And ultimately, they're not paying income tax on that value, which just gifts them more wealth during retirement. But most families have not even contemplated this arena of tax or are not even aware that it exists. And of course, does apply to families that are affluent. But to me, affluence is six figures or more. And you start to look at these ideas as very valid for you on an annual basis and in your state. And again, the point is that there are provisions here in Canada where uh, if you went from $400,000 tax to 490000 as you say, that's a 9% gain. Um, but in, with good planning, you might not, you might go up from 400000 but you might not get to four hundred ninety. You might pay something less than that using the rule book that exists today. That's right, Peter. And if we're really keen, we might even get the tax right down to two or 300000 by this proactive planning. So you can see the variance, you know, it's not a small variance, it's a massive variance by being proactive and utilizing the tools that are legitimate and valid in Canada that we're allowed to use as families. Now, we're not allowed to have our entire estate grow tax exempt. That would be fantastic, but it's not possible. But we are allowed for a proportion of it, so why wouldn't we use that opportunity? Good advice indeed from Sherry McMillan. A good reason to attend one of the upcoming seminars on life planning or to contact the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.